Peace and welcome to Ceremony, Devotion and Action. I am your host, Planting Seeds with Bree, and today it's just you and me, you and I, I and we, <laughs> and this is my final episode of season one. As I record this episode, it is a eclipse and a new moon, and so of course, nothing went as planned. For the last episode, I wanted to be interviewed, but technical difficulties, and I guess the divine said, we're going to do something different. And so I had asked my sister, Rachel Fox, to come up with some questions for me and to sit with me in ceremony and interview me. And she did just that. She came up with some amazing questions. And so I decided just to sit with you all and kind of go through these questions and, you know, allow myself to be vulnerable and honest as I ask all of my guests to do. And that I hope that you are all doing in ceremony with yourself. So I'm going to start off with uh, saying that here in ceremony, we believe that every word, thought, action, and intention is an offering of devotion. Mm. So right now, for me in my life, Devotion looks like speaking my truth and standing in my light, even when that creates so much fear in my physical body and fear of what others may perceive me as and all the things, right? Like, Sometimes standing in our truth like may not make sense to other people. And I have this habit of over-explaining myself. And so many times if someone wouldn't get my truth, I would like dim myself and conform. So right now, devotion is just honoring everything that wants to come up, not caring how it may look, how it may sound, or what others may think, but just honoring the knowing that resides within my body, that resides within my heart in the many ways that it expresses itself. Mm. Yes, so... As we leave 2020, individually and collectively, you know, I have come to realize many things about myself, um, how I can be of more service to myself and the collective, and things that I've been repeating that keep me in a loop, 
that keep me repeating those same bad habits, like kind of like a broken record where it's like over and over and over again. So some of the things that I'm making a conscious effort to leave behind is doubt. Doubting that I am enough as I am. You know, for me, self-comparison is a huge thing. You know, it's easy to look at other people and, you know, think that we should have maybe that same level of success or why am I not in that position or, or whatever. And all it does for me is just create this large amount of doubt. And the thing about doubt is that doubt turns into like rejection of all of the greatness that is wanting to pour forth from myself. And it just stops me. It's like that hindrance. It's like almost like when you reach for something and your arm clams up. It's that action. And so moving forward, I consciously, I'm working on releasing doubt. And the what I'm doing, like in those moments where doubt comes up, I literally have to take myself by the hand and just reaffirm my value. And so lately it's looked like staying off of social media and learning to flow with life instead of going against life. Because one thing that I'm really starting to see, especially right now in this time, is that life is a flow. And when I go against the flow, essentially I'm going against nature and I'm going against what the creator is trying to provide for me. Because in order to move forward, in order to receive, we have to release. It's this ebb and flow of energy, release, receive. And I've realized I've been holding on to people and situations and ideas and concepts that no longer serves me. And so I'm stopping this flow, this energetic flow between myself and the creator of receiving and being able to be a vessel, which is always my prayer. Just I want to be used as a vessel, but I can't do that if I'm doubting myself because essentially if I'm doubting myself, I'm really doubting God. So I can't say I don't trust myself and I trust the creator. Like those things don't go together. And so learning to trust myself, to wholly trust myself, like fully step into this knowing, for me is allowing me to come closer to to God and really trust this path without any hesitation, just knowing that I'm divinely led. And sometimes being divinely led isn't like this beautiful thing. Sometimes I'm led through the fire and told to sit, allowing myself to be consumed by the flames. But I I think it's important to, to be consumed by fire sometimes. Because if we're not 
you don't go through the fire, how would you ever know that you're fireproof? How, how will we ever know? Well, speaking of the God, the creator, in so many ways, they help us to grow and realize how we can improve to transcend. So this year, as we end this year, because it's December, I'm praying for more resilience. Resilience to continue going when it doesn't feel like I'm being acknowledged. Resilience to continue to break down layers upon layers upon layers of pain and grief. Because for me this year, I've had a lot of rebirths. And so with rebirth comes death. And so having to bury parts of myself that I thought I would never lose, that I thought were just staples of who I was or who I thought I was has been hard. For 10 years, I was in a partnership. I was in a marriage. And I would have never imagined that I'd be divorced. And so finding myself after that, that was that was a whole like a whole new world, you know, like a, a whole new life opening up and, and sorting through, you know, the grief that came up um, from the rejection that came up and combating those stories. But also with that came rediscovering myself and kind of trying on things and seeing if they fit. I've had to release the idea that, you know, I'm really not a yoga teacher. Like, it's a title, but it's not me. And release the idea that, you know, I may not have children. Like, all these things. So it's been this this constant shedding of what I thought I wanted, what I thought I would have, who I thought I was, and coming into this this knowing, this deep knowing that dwells at the center of my chest, that everything is literally always open for change. And the more I become open to change, the more I embrace her and dance with her, the more mm, it's like the sweeter life becomes and the more I can see God intervening in all of my doings and all of my creations and all of my thoughts and my words and it just becomes this beautiful expression because when we cling on to this idea these concepts and we put ourselves in this box and we close the lid and we say this is it this is who I am 
we're stopping that flow. It goes back to flow. It always comes back to flow, right? Like we're stopping this flow of creative energy. Because the truth is, is that there is only one Brianna living ever. No one will ever have my thoughts, just like no one will ever have your thoughts. So why be constricted and restrained to this one mode of thinking when consciousness is constantly asking us to elevate? And so you can't move up to that next floor of consciousness if you have a lot of bags. If you're that bag lady or bag man, just like holding on, like, let me, let me take this with me from 2003 and, oh, I need to get this from 2017 and I got to get this from like last, no, just release it. And so as I move up and I, I start to grow, I see that change is happening and I can't stop it. So I'm learning how to welcome in change, not only welcome it, but embrace it with everything that's in me, with every fiber of my being. Really like open my arms and say, come on in. You're needed. You're welcomed. Have your way. And it sounds... I don't want to make it sound, you know, romantic and super easy because it's not, you know, that's the thing about life is that it's hard. It's extremely hard. But in the moments where it becomes hard, can we just come back to that knowing that nothing is on accident and everything is on purpose and with that said what I'm sending out to everyone this the end of this year what I'm sending my, my prayer that has been on my lips for this entire year is for us to open that door of change and it goes back to change right to open that that door to answer the invitation the invitation that is asking us to step forward with our gifts with our talents to be bold in what we request with our desires one thing that led me to create this podcast was the deep knowing that there was a shift happening. And I understand with a shift comes resistance. And the divine, the mother, was asking me to assist her in the birthing of this new reality. And I knew that I wasn't the only one that she was asking. And so that prayer stayed on my lips like, I just want to be of service. I just want to be a midwife, right? Like she's asking us women folk to be midwives 
to her birthing this new expression of reality. And so that was my prayer for so long, and I didn't know how I could be of service, but I knew she was asking me to step forward. And so creating this podcast, my intention behind it was to inspire anyone that heard it to like step into their birthright to step forward to put on those gloves to put on their boots and be midwives and open their palms to receive this new reality that Gaia is birthing birthing through her to us and birthing through us to her and so that is my that is my prayer that was my prayer for 2020 and for 2021, my prayer is that we start to, after we, we birth this new reality, is that we start to care for this new reality. That we start to grow this new reality and nurture this new reality. And not shy away from it. Because sometimes, you know, I talk about sitting in the flames. Sometimes the flames get hot. And sometimes life gets trying. But what if we just continued to nurture, continued to, to, to hold and really give to this new way of being and do the work? To me, that's where doing the work comes in. So, right now, one of the questions that my sister so beautifully uh, wrote for me was, uh, what is growing underneath my feet? Mm. And what are some seeds that are bearing fruit right now in my life? And I love this question because right now, under my feet, there are roots that are growing, being connected to this earth that is wild, a wild, sure, authentic woman that is no longer willing or desiring to dim her light in any way but is so sure of why she is here and is seeking freedom and liberation not only in her words but in her actions in her relationships and her love life in all the ways in all the ways and I I feel her coming up so much like really being becoming comfortable in this knowing of like you know sometimes you put on like new clothes and they just fit so right like this stage of my life this knowing this walking it feels like home. And it's this remembrance that can be put into words, 
but rather felt at the core of my being. And it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing to experience. And it's humbling. And some of the seeds that are bearing fruit for me, one of the, one seed that comes to mind because, you know, I I feel like we are constantly in and out of seasons of uh, planting seeds. And then, you know, first we till the soil, right? And that's clearing out, you know, people and ideas and concepts and like really starting to like question everything. And then once after we till the soil, we start to plant the seeds, right? And then once we plant the seeds, we're like going out, we're watering, we're doing all these things to help it grow. We're watching it grow. And then it starts to sprout and grow. And we're just watching it all. Like, you know, we can start to see it manifest in our lives. And then the beautiful moment of when it's right, when we're ready, when it's ripe, you know, we go and we pick it and we eat of that fruit and we digest it. And we're so proud of like this beautiful creation process that we're able to have in our lives and see. And so for me right now, the seeds that are bearing fruit is that of love, of like this deep, deep, soul-connected love. A year ago, on New Year's Eve, it's about a year ago, so we're a little shy of it, um, but close to then. Uh, New Year's Eve, I was at home, and I wrote two letters to the divine, and one was, you know, just giving gratitude for everything that has happened that had happened that year. And the second was a letter to the divine, like a heartfelt letter saying what I desired in a partner. And just asking, you know, this is what I need. These are the qualities that I want him to have. Like, you know, just this heartfelt desire, like, please send me this person. And I would always say, you know, people are like, oh, are you dating, da-da-da, and all that, right? And I would just say, you know, yeah, I haven't met him yet, but he's out there, and he's doing the work, and I'm doing the work, and when we meet, we're just going to be doing the work together, and we are just going to be like, we're going to be it, okay? Like, we just going to know, we just going to vibe, and we just going to be loving ourselves, loving our ancestors doing a damn thing, minding my damn business. And I didn't realize that I was creating, I was saying a spell. And so ironically, close to the end of this year, I happened to meet this amazing man, um, which is some of the majority of the qualities that I desired in a partner and so I can see the fruits of my labor of me working on me doing my business pulling back those layers upon layers upon layers 
so I can get closer to my authentic self. I'm planting those seeds of love, devotion. I now have a reflection that does the same thing that is so devoted in his own devotion and is comfortable in his own temple that I don't have to tear down my temple to go visit his but my temple still stands and I go worship at his sometimes and he comes worship worships to mine but we can have these temples together so I would say right now the seed the fruit that I'm eating of is that of love and not only that intimate love but love in my relationships, my personal relationships with my sister folk who many have recently come into my life. And again, it's I'm able to see like I've been planting these seeds and now I get to view them in my relationships that are so full of honesty and truth and awareness. I want to take this time and thank everyone for, you know, rocking with me my first season of ceremony, devotion, and action, which has truly been a labor of love. And I have grown so much from sitting with some incredible powerful women in all of the medicine, all of the truth, all of the clarity and revelation they have brought uh, to this platform and into my life. I will be taking a small break before bringing you season two with new questions, uh, new topics, and new guests. Season two, I will be sitting with some men who are going to bring some powerful medicine, some powerful masculine energy into this place. So from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank everyone who is listening, who has listened. This has really added to me in so many ways. And I'm just incredibly grateful right now. So I'm wishing everyone a very happy, blessed new year as we exit 2020 which I call the year of revelation this year we were able to see so much about ourselves um, and just coming to this deeper understanding of who we are and hopefully our purpose and I feel that 2021 is going to be a year of action like we've learned all these things we've come into these understandings And 2021 is going to ask us to start doing the work. It's no longer okay just to see it, but let's start building. 
let's start working to gain liberation and freedom, not only mentally, but spiritually and emotionally. So I look forward to seeing you all then. Remember, healing is your birthright. Recreation is the tool. Peace. I just want to take this time and thank everyone for tuning in to this episode of Ceremony, Devotion, and Action. In the meantime, in between time, as we wait for a season two, you can find me on all social media platforms at Planting Seeds with Bree, or you can find me at my website at plantingseedswithbree.com. Remember, you don't need to be good. You need to be free.